Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three mistakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SV Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. I come to you live Friday night directly after the Houston Rockets uh, performance tonight at Portland. The Rockets lose 125 to 111. Um, <laughs> to be very transparent to all of our incredible listeners, whether you're listening to this show tonight, tomorrow, Sunday, whenever it is, um, I am literally recording this in the uh, bottom of the 10th inning of game one of the uh, World Series between the Houston Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies. So if you are listening to this show right now, first of all, thank you. Second of all, I may or may not give uh, live updates on the World Series as uh, Joran Alvarez strikes out for out number one. If you're listening to this show right now, this is a show for you guys. I'm literally just here, right? I'm I'm hanging out here on Spotify Live. I I spot two very familiar names, Corey, Harvey. You guys want to talk Rockets basketball? Come talk Rockets basketball with me. Because I'm going to tell you guys this right now. I, we all saw how this game was going to go tonight. We all saw it. We all know what's going to happen with this team. And like going through the box score, Jabari Smith had a, had a decent game, you know, four of 13 from the field, 12 points. He had four fouls tonight. He only had one turnover. Rockets overall only had 15 turnovers. Uh, Alperen Shengun had 14 and 11. He was a minus eight tonight. If you watch the game tonight, like if you watch this game tonight, the one takeaway you can have is the fact that Alperen Shengun, and I tweeted this multiple times tonight from the Dream Take account, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. 99% of the tweets that come from at the dream take are my tweets. You can find me at uh, Mike Brown underscore 2020. Alperin Shingun cannot save, cannot defend the rim to save his basketball life. He's just not good at it. You know, multiple times tonight, we saw that, and there's a double by uh, Alex Bregman, uh, Man on second, one out, uh, bottom of the 10th, 6-5, uh, Phillies. So, 
I watched the game tonight, right? And I'm flipping back and forth between the Astros and the Rockets. Shingu cannot defend the rim to save his life. Like, I'm frustrated by it. Okay? I'm not going to sugarcoat this bullshit for you guys anymore. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm doing it for you guys. I'm saying that, like, I'm tired of being politically correct when talking about this Rockets team. I'm just, I'm done with it. Like, I'm tired of it. I'm sitting here in my one-bedroom townhouse right now, throwing my hands up in the air saying, I am done with this. Like, I am done trying to defend a guy like Alperin Shangun to being the, the center of the future because he's not. Because he's not. He's just, like, tonight, the, the buckets that this dude gave up at the rim, not, time in and time out, make me think even more so than I did before that he is not the guy of the future in the middle. He's being played out of position. And I'm saying this as candidly as I can for my, my boy, Harvey. Right in the chat right now, saying he didn't watch the game. I watched, I would say, 90% of this game. The Rockets never had a shot at winning this game. You just got clowned by the Portland Trailblazers without Damian Lillard. And yes, they came in tonight at four and one. They improved with their win to go to four and or to five and one, I should say. This is not a good Portland team. So I tweeted it out tonight, and I'll say it again. Who is ready to have an honest conversation about the Houston Rockets? Because I am. Like, I'm ready. Anybody who wants to have this conversation with me tonight, I am so ready to have this conversation about the fact that you, for a lack of a better term, have a crappy head coach, a crappy general manager, and a crappy owner. And you're not going to win NBA basketball games when you have those three components in your organization. You're not going to do it. And you're not going to convince me that this Rockets team has a good any one of those three components to their organization. You're not going to sit here and tell me that the Rockets have a good Coach, they don't have a good coach. Steven Silas can't coach his way out of a paper bag. You are not going to sit here and tell me that the Rockets have a good general manager. Because they don't. Because they don't. You can't look at this team and tell me that the moves that Raphael Stone has made has made you say, wow. I've got to, you know, if I'm a different NBA team, I have got to find a way to hire Raphael Stone away from the Houston Rockets because there's no NBA team that would do that because he's not good at his job. The Rockets are one in five. Are Rockets fans getting it? Like, my question to you is, 
And if you're listening to this show right now, first of all, thank you. It's nearly midnight here, Central Time. Um, and, and Harvey says in the chat, I said I was going to wait until 20 games into the season to give my take, but it ain't looking good so far. I'll say that. Yeah, Harvey. Yes, Harvey. You're right, Harvey. That type of take, Harvey, is good. Because what we do here at the Dream Take is we separate ourselves from every other podcast out there. Okay? We go live after every single Houston Rockets game. And if you were, and, and I've gotten a couple tweets from people this week. First of all, thank you. Second of all, I'll say your responses to the show are similar to the idea of, Mike, we don't want to admit that you're right, but you've been right with some of your takes. And Jeremy's been right with some of his takes. The takes that I've been right about are the fact that without Bruno Fernando, you do not have a rim defender on this team. You gave up 125 points to Portland without Damian Lillard. You gave up 27 to Joseph Nurkic, who had 27 points and 15 rebounds. Let's go to the homie, to the guy that I have not talked to, I would say, in about eight months. My guy, Harvey. Harvey, what's going down? Hey, what's Hey, what's going on, Mike? Man, I I, I feel the passion. I, I, I say that much. I feel okay. Uh, hey, I, what, for, what, for I me, mean, man, am, am I wrong, Harvey? Tell me, am I wrong? Because I'm trying, Harvey. On a on a Friday night going into a Saturday morning, I got a flight to catch in about twelve hours. I'm heading to Detroit, but I'm here. I'm here talking Rockets basketball. Tell me, tell me what's going on with you. What are you, What are you feeling? What are you, What are your uh, thoughts, man? KPJ, um, the the assist to turnover ratio. Those fears of Harvey, we're losing you about every other. Kind of creeping up in the back of my head, and I'm trying to suppress those feelings because I don't want to just throw that jacket on, but. This offense is just a lot of ISO and um, just if whoever gets the ball, if you get it to the rack, you know, you just you can take the shot. And it's just there's no there's no ball movement, there's no no fluent no fluency in the offense, man. And they there's too many turnovers. It's 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 just a lot of turnovers in the first quarter. They had like five, six turnovers in the first quarter, man, and they uh Portland had one or something like that. Uh it's it's just the better coach. Yeah. They're better coached, man. Like, Chauncey Billups, I think, is a legit head coach in this league. Would you agree with that or no? Yeah, I, I do actually agree with that, man. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Yeah, he's I agree with that. But they, they're freezing out Jabari. Jabari's not being able to get a rhythm uh, on the floor because they, it's it's just a lot of ISO, man. It's just every, it's, it's a lot of hero ball. And uh, with Bruno being out. You know what I'm saying? Al Perish and Goon is just not – he's just not fast enough. And he's just not he, – I, I guess he's not big enough to to hold down the paint. He, he You know, he, he's still – Shocker. He's still, Shocker. he's still slow with the Shocker. push speed, So Come on, man. This is uh, – for lack of a better term, I mean, this is Rockets basketball talk after midnight, I'll call it. He sucks. 
I, you know what? I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that. You want to you want to come at me at Mike Brown underscore twenty twenty on Twitter. Alper and Shangun defensively sucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Defensively, he's yeah. He he needs he needs a couple of more years. Defensively, I'm not talking about defense. offensively. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking uh, about he's, offense. He's, he's too handsy. He's too handsy. He doesn't move his feet fast yeah. enough. He can't get to spots fast yeah. enough. He tries to use his hands to compensate for for the lack of the foot speed and to being to being mobile, and, and it's just not working. Bro, they played they played Eric Gordon tonight thirty three minutes. Is it, okay, this is so this what, is this is the definition of tone deaf for me. Like you don't, you what, don't get what's it. up with Josh Christopher? Yep, that's my man. You know, I dude, I literally said it on the show on Wednesday. Why are you not playing Josh Christopher? He literally played. I, I'm looking at ESPN tonight, and it was right. He played one minute, and he hit his only bucket tonight. You know, and I and I saw his bucket. It was a nice bucket by him. Silas sucks too. Silas is terrible. Silas is awful. But see I, the, that that offense, it that that Dallas, the way he ran that in Dallas, bro, it worked because Luca was a good point guard and he could pass and be able to create his own shot. Like he had Luca to create everything in Dallas, and with KPJ with the ball in his hand, he doesn't create to he doesn't create well enough to be like to right. to compensate for the scoring because he can score. But they're looking. They're gonna look for him to score the ball because they know he can't make the extra pass, or he can't. You know, he's you know he's not a point guard, so is it's just. But they're playing him out of position. Yeah, that and that's the thing. It's, it complicates the offense because you had it was easy with Luca because he knew how he knew to make all the plays. He knew when to score, when to pass, and KPJ doesn't have that. Right. He doesn't have that right now. And, uh, He's not, he's not a point, a point guard. guard. Not, and I'm trying to say you agree, you agree, you agree with that, right? Yeah, like, he's not, he, he's not a point that. guard. It's it's over with. I try I tried to I was on that wagon for a little bit, but I'm I'm off of that. We we need to get a real point guard. I know Ty Ty's hurt. Hopefully he can come back and make a good recovery. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of done with Knicks. I, I don't I'm, I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> I mean tonight he had I mean Deshaun Knicks tonight had nine points, he had two assists, he shot three or four from the field. He didn't play. He, just, he didn't play bad tonight. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit up here and just bash Knicks for the. No, I'm not. I'm not going to bash him too much. Bashing Nick. No, no, no. It's you just, and I are on the same page. He's not an NBA player to me. Like he's an NBA player on a bad team like the Rockets, but he's not a a bona fide player. You know what I mean? Is for me with Knicks is what what disappoints me about Knicks is. I wouldn't have no problem with him if he looked something like he did when he was in the, with the Vipers. He looks, he looks, it's just like right. night and day. And it's just, I scratch my head because it's like, yo, he doesn't, it, it, it doesn't look the same. It does, it's, it, something's not adding up with Knicks, man. And it's just, it's just hard to figure out because like if he goes back to the G League, he's going to be averaging 25 points and MVP and all star and all of this. Yeah. And he's fat and he's out of shape. Like okay, watch watch him play. You and I, you and I have been around the game long enough, right? We can cut it up like guys who have been around yeah. the game for long enough. He's fat and out of shape. He's he, he's not a, he's not an in shape point guard. That's the way I see it. His body his body frame is off based on what he was in the G League. That's the way I see it. You know, like he he's put on. 
poundage. I don't know if it's muscle. It doesn't look like muscle to me. I'm not, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to sit here and I'm going to say it's muscle. It's not muscle. Like to me, his body frame does not look the type of a guy that can succeed at the NBA level consistently enough night in and night out. He had a decent night tonight. Okay. He had nine points. He had two assists. Rockets lost by 14 points tonight to a Portland team without Mm -hmm. Damian Lillard. And this is not a Portland team that has the likes of CJ McCollum, right? We're talking about a team. Joseph Nurkic had 27 and 15 tonight. Anthony Simon said 30 points tonight. Give up 30 points to Anthony Simons tonight. Yeah, he, he was cooking. In, uh, Is anybody Jamie else Green? embarrassed by that? Like, like Harvey, like my, my question to Rockets fans is, is anybody else as pissed off right now as I am? Because it doesn't feel like that. You know, like I go to Twitter and I don't know how much time you spend on Twitter, but like I look at Rockets Twitter every single day and nobody is as pissed off and as angry as me, it feels like. Everybody else is saying, oh, you know, we're one in five. And, you know, I'm really hoping that we can get a really good draft pick this year and we can bring in, you know, another really talented guy to this team. Like everybody's just like lethargic to the idea of they're one in five. They suck again. And everything just sucks with this team right now. Um, yeah, I, I think as far as... With, Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Uh, actually, people came in to... I, I think a lot of people came into this season with, like, low expectations. So, uh, everybody's trying to look at the bright side of things. But, you know, it, it's I still want to see some kind of progression. And it's just the same old, same old from last season. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as in the beginning part, like, I don't know if, if this is going to be one of those seasons where they kind of pick it up at the end or something, but it, it's not time for that right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I need to see immediate progress. And I've just, uh, to be honest, I'm just not seeing it. I'm just, I'm just not seeing it. It's just too many turnovers. We, we're giving up, we're giving up all of these turnovers to create these fast break points and, Nobody's getting back, so it's just a it's just a bad combination of of a lot of stuff, man. And that what that and, and the fu- and the funny part the funny part is, Eric Gordon played thirty three minutes tonight for you to lose by fourteen points. Are you stupid? Like I hope I hope Harvey, I swear to God, I hope somebody's listening in the Rockets organization right now. I would love for them to hear this. If you are advocating for Eric Gordon to play 33 minutes on this team, you're stupid. You have no idea what you're doing. It's fair. It's fair to say. Well, Josh, you know, Josh, yeah, Josh, yeah, it's fair. Josh Chris for one minute, man, on, man. That's a shame. Come on, man. It's stupid. It's stupid. And I said, I said it two shows ago. I said it one show ago. I said it on the Twitter. I'll say it again right now. I'd rather lose with Josh Christopher than try and win with Eric Gordon. Because you are what you you yeah. are what you are at this point. You've already shown if you are uh, Stephen Silas, right? And, and you know what? If, if people want to, if people want to call me pessimistic, Mike, why do you have to be so negative all the time? Why do you have to, you know, just call out guys for the bad things they're doing instead of the good things? If there were good things going on, Harvey, I'd call it out. 
we'd be winning a little bit more. And come see, that's on, the man. thing. It's like for me, come on, man. Jalen Green going two of ten from three and four, nineteen from the field, man. This this just not gonna cut it. Jabari Smith four thirteen from the field, two of five. It's just not gonna cut it, man. And these guys are our cornerstone guys. You gotta, they gotta you gotta pick identify. It up. You gotta have, you have to identify multiple times this year, Harvey through six games that. Jalen Green has had bad shooting performances. I don't necessarily put all of that on Jalen Green as a second-year player. It's on your coach for not having an offensive system that puts you yeah. in positions to succeed. When your point guard can't set you up to get shots, you're going to have to get it how you live. Because he's not a point guard. That's mm-hmm. the thing. He's like, it's so funny. Harvey, you and I didn't talk. You know, you and I haven't had the chance to talk in a while. But on the last show... There are, there are prominent figures of Rockets Twitter that have been tweeting about the performance of the team. And I'm not going to name their names because I don't have their permission to name their tweets on the show, so I'm not going to do it. But there is a very prominent figure of Rockets Twitter who has said, with all of the talent added to this roster, it's shocking that they're not better. It falls on coaching, man. It falls on coaching. I coached basketball for four years. I didn't know all of the X's and O's. I wasn't the smartest guy in the room, but I was the smartest guy to say that I trusted the best players on my team. I went to those players and I said, help me build a system that works for you. Help me help you. Build me an offensive system. If it's not intricate, if it's not 12 different back cuts and, you know, this and that, give me something that works for you guys and let's implement it to put you in the best possible position to get the best possible shots. And the Rockets aren't doing that right now, man. Like they shot 14 of 38 tonight from 36 or 37% from three. That's not bad. It's not a bad percentage at all. But watch the game tonight. The Rockets have never had a shot to win this game. They didn't have a shot. No, they, they really didn't have a shot. And the little pieces in like... You know, I was in between the games when I was out with my friends. Well, I'm out now, outside. But uh, I'm saying this. I was just peeking back and forth, and you just you just knew that they didn't have a chance at it. And, uh, man, I, I'm trying to save Silas. I'm trying to give Silas some bail, man. I just I, – I I keep trying. Pass. But, I, man, I keep I keep trying to shoot him some bail. And, I, and like I said, I'm, I'm going to save my, my real assessments for 20 games. Uh, I'm, I, I said I was gonna save for twenty games because a lot of people been ragging on a man, and I, I'm just I'm not trying to I'm not trying to because it's obvious, you know, it's it's obvious stuff that's going on. It's just like, hey, man, a, a, a average coach wouldn't do that, but you know, well, like I said, that Dallas system it doesn't work down here, man. And if he doesn't have a point guard who can create and knows when to create and knows when to score the ball, it's not his system. It's not going to work, and it's only going to work with. I guess it's only gonna work players if you got player like Luca or something. But the the isolation ball and the dribble, 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 and you couple passes, two passes, shooting the ball in twenty when it's twenty seconds early in the shot clock, like it's it's just not gonna work. And uh, Silas better get him a point guard that can run that system because if you don't get him a point guard that can run that system, he's gonna be out of he's gonna be out of here. And I, and I it's not even that like. Harvey, I think you're right on the point guard front, but it's not a point guard issue. Like, to me, it's uh, sorry, it's not just a point guard issue, I should say. Like, there are bigger well, issues I, facing this roster 
than the point guard, right? Like right now through four games, Christian Wood is averaging 21 points a game and eight rebounds a game. And Dallas is two and two. Dallas is going to be a playoff team this year. And, yeah, and the thing play. is, I'm not going to sit here and say that if we had Christian Wood, things would be different. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, is that maybe Christian Wood wasn't as big of a problem as Rockets fanboy Twitter wanted to make him out to be. Like, I like Christian Wood. I have no, I had no problem with Christian Wood. The problem was, Harvey, again, it's mismanagement of the roster. They keep trying to put these guys in positions that they are not meant to be. And again, it hap- it's happening yeah. twice now. Kevin Porter Jr. is not a point guard. He's not a point guard. Like, How many more games do we have to go through to have it be proven he's not a point guard? Alperen Sengun is re- not a center. Joseph Nurkic took his lunch from his lunchbox, put it right out in front of him, beat his butt to a pulp, and then ate his lunch in front of him. That's what he did to Alperen Sengun tonight. Like how many times, man? And, uh, how many times and, do you have to watch? As it? far as the point, as far as the reason for why I'm saying as far as the point guard, because. I feel like as far as the turnovers, I, I feel like if 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 you cut down on the turnovers on the silly live ball turnovers over the random just hey I'm I'm you know just a random mishandle of the basketball and it gets a, it's a turnover you know what I'm saying like if if you can if because like a lot of those turnovers you know that does come from the point guard or whatever but that's what I'm saying as far as that if you can cut down on half of those turnovers cut those turnovers in about half you you have a closer game man. It's just a, they get a lot of these points off of fast breaks, man. How many? I don't know how many turnovers they had tonight, but I can guarantee you it was they probably had like ten fast over ten fast break points, and that's easy. That's too many easy points for the for the offense on the other team to score when they know your point guard is going to most likely give it to you just by you not even playing halfway defense. You know, so they had fifteen. They had fifteen turnovers tonight, which is about about average for them this year, which is actually better. It's actually better than it was last year, Harvey, which is it's a little shocking. Yeah, it's surprising, right? Like They actually are better at not turning the ball over this year versus last year. The pro- well, the biggest problem is... Like, look at timing, I guess. No, I feel you. I feel you. The biggest thing to me is nobody has been able to convince me otherwise. You have no offensive system. You have a bad head coach, you have a bad owner, and you have a bad general manager. That's where the Rockets are right now. That's where they are. Yeah, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm trying to hold off yeah. a little bit longer. I still got my, I almost got my hand out, but I'm, I'm, gonna try to, I'm gonna try to hold. And it's just, it's one of those things, man. That I'm. Look, I'll be the first person to tell you, Harvey. I had multiple people this week in my inbox saying that, again, don't be so negative. You know, you have no idea what you're talking about, yada, yada, yada. I give my opinion. You guys don't have to listen to it, but I give my opinion. This is what I see. When I watch this team night in and night out, this Mm -hmm. is what I view. You're now in year three of Silas. You're going to tell me in year three of Steven Silas, and you can put everything in perspective, right? The fact that he came in to coach one team, of, you know, Harden and Westbrook and all these guys, 
I give him a year pass. Okay, so then you had an entirely second year where you had no offensive system. Now you're in your three, and you still don't have any semblance of an offense. You don't know how to run a rotation. If you can't look at this roster, Harvey, and tell me you're going to play Garrison Matthews 14 minutes and play Josh Christopher one, we got a problem, fam. Yeah, that's like, a big problem. Like, we have a major, major problem. If you watch the game tonight, and the, the Rockets, the Willie Cauley-Stein is playing with the G League, you're going to look at this roster right now with Bruno Fernando Hurt. If you don't bring Willie Cauley-Stein up to this roster yesterday, you're going to tell me, fam, that we don't have a problem? Because you don't have anybody who can defend the rim right now. So unless you're going to openly come out and tell Rockets fans, hey, y'all, we're going to tank this year to try and go get Victor Wenbanyama. That is the only silver lining to this season. Would you agree with that or disagree with that statement? It, I, I or Scoot Henderson. Disagree, because, or Scoot Henderson. Those two because, guys. Because, yeah, those two guys. And it's not even guaranteed we're going to be in the running to get them. We're seeing how the Lakers ain't won a game yet. But, uh, you know, I digress. <laughs> oh. Oh, I mean that team. That team is bad. I mean that team is awful, right? But you look at the you look at the you look at the conference right now. Sacramento's zero and four. The Lakers are zero and five. You got Detroit. You know, has won one game. Or Sacramento. You know, Orlando's won one game. The Rockets are really bad at basketball, Harvey. Yeah. And the thing is, I've told you this before, but not this year. And I'll say it again: I will not go to a Rockets game this year. Unless it's like a dream shake night where we get a bunch of our listeners to go to the game. Obviously, I'll go. I want to go hear, you know, what everybody has to say. Go hang out with everybody. Go do, you know, my thing with everybody. But if it's just going to a random game, you couldn't pay me to go to a game right now. And that's no disrespect to Jalen and KPJ. These guys are playing their hearts out. They're doing their thing. I'm not saying that they're not. But my point is that the front office has done such a criminally bad job at building this roster, in my assessment, the way I look at the roster, that I'm not going to go support them. I'll watch them. I will talk about them. Anybody who's listened to this show over the last three years, we're the only podcast in the game that does a show after every single game. We are here every single game to talk to everybody you, we tell people, you have an opinion, come hang out. We'll give you a platform to have your opinion. This team well, sucks, um, Harvey, and I'm over it. Like, I'm done. Unfortunately, unfortunate for me, my girlfriend's a Celtic fan, so I, we go to the Rockets-Celtics games, and I, I have to take I have to take her teasing me and stuff and all that. So that, that's, I mean, not, that's fair. Yeah, no, that's, no, no. that's not something fun I look forward to. I mean, yeah. And Jonathan says the roster isn't the problem. It's the nah, utilization nah. of the roster that's the issue. I think it's both, man. I think it goes both ways. I, I don't think Jonathan's wrong. I think it, I think there's multiple things happening. I don't think first of all, it's not a well put together roster. The roster doesn't make sense. How do you not trade Eric Gordon by this point? I just I don't. And think. you had offers. They they made they said something about they had first round pick offers on the table for this guy and they didn't give him up because they felt like they could get. I'm like, stupid. come on, man. Yeah. 
you got to read the writing on the wall, man. It's like, if you're going to, if you're going to do what they're doing right now, why not play Josh Christopher? You know, like Josh Christopher balled last year. Like something had to have happened. And again, I have zero inside information. I'll say this again. I have zero inside information. Here's my guess at what happened. Josh Christopher got into it with Steven Silas. It's my guess. My honest assessment of the situation, he got into it with Steven Silas. He said something he probably shouldn't have, and he's in the doghouse. So this like the second, this is the second game that I can remember that the second consecutive game that Josh Christopher didn't play at all because he didn't play the night before. Back to back. I had the show on Wednesday. I had the show on Wednesday. And he literally did not play one minute, and it was DNPCV. That's all coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh. our coach. Yep. So that's yeah. something. Something's got to happen between that. I don't know, fam. Harvey, it was so good talking I, to you tonight, man. I got to show up. It was good up, talking to you. I know, man. I, I, I'm glad to talk to you, man. I, you know, I'm listening. I'm always listening. If I don't, I just catch the recordings. But you know, it's gonna be all right, man. It's beginning of the season, just trying to hold on and oh. be patient as much as I can. Because once, once my threshold is over with, I'm I'm gonna do what I got to do. So I'm trying to give him his out and trying to, you know. Go do, trust me, go do what you got to do now. Okay. You're going to be all right. You ain't going to miss much. All right, man. You be safe, uh, man. God bless you. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. Um, Adam, you will be the first speaker on the next show. I've got to wrap the show up. It is now midnight central time. I got a flight to catch in the AM. Um, it was such a pleasure to talk to Harvey, interact with all you guys tonight here on Spotify Live. Um, we are going to wrap the show up here. Uh, Rockets lose 125 to 111 to the Portland Trailblazers to drop to one in five on the season. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast. My name is Michael, the Hebrew Hammer Brown. Uh, the Rockets' next home game, give me one second, and I will tell you it will be on the 30th of. Uh, October, which I want to say is, yes, will be tomorrow night, Sunday night. The Rockets travel to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I will have you guys for the postgame show. As soon as the game is over, I will be doing the show live from Detroit, Michigan, as I travel up there tomorrow for Dolphins-Lions, as I am a Miami Dolphins fan. But Sunday night, I got you guys covered with all things Houston Rockets versus Phoenix Suns. If you're on Twitter, make sure to give The Dream Take a follow. Uh, You can search on Twitter at The Dream Take. You can follow the mothership of The Dream Take, The Dream Shake, at Dream Shake SVN. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. You can follow my co-pilot, Mr. Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. My name is Mike Brown. Once again, your very unhappy final from Portland this evening. Rockets lose 125 to 111 to drop their record to 1-5. and Until Sunday night, Rockets fans, go Rockets. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.